First, I'm going to talk about the FA Cup, which we recently saw Liverpool win 3-2 against Manchester City on April 16th. Ibrahim Konate scored in the ninth minute, and he's been, like, crazy right now. Like, three goals in three games for Konate. He got his first goal for Liverpool a couple games ago against Benfica, and then he scored against Benfica in the second leg, and now he scores another header against Manchester City. And then we have a poor mistake from Jack Steffen, which gives Sadio Mane a goal, and he scores another goal. And so Liverpool's 3-0 up in the first half. No one expected Manchester City to make a comeback, and they end up scoring two goals later, but that's not enough against Liverpool, and Liverpool were winning 3-0. And then we have Chelsea, on the other hand, who won a very comfortable game against Crystal Palace, which they did very well. They ended up winning 2-0, Loftus-Cheek scored, and then Mason Mount to finish. It was really exciting to see Liverpool play Manchester City two times in like 10 days. I was really excited to see who would win the FA Cup tie because we saw Liverpool and Manchester City tie 2-2 in the Premier League. That was a really good game to decide the winner of the Premier League. There's so many games left, but Liverpool or Manchester City can still win. If one of them won, the team would be ahead. Manchester City is ahead, but if Liverpool won, they would be ahead by two points, because now they're behind by one. I'm gonna make a top XI of both Chelsea and Liverpool players combined and see the best team I can make with these players. So first of all, we have in, uh, Mendy and Allison in goal. I pick Mendy over Allison because he's very fast in like diving for the ball. He has a really good story too, actually. He wasn't that known, and then Chelsea bought him, and now he's unstoppable. And Allison is an amazing goalkeeper, but I still have to go with Mendy because of his recent performances, and he's very fast in reaching out for the ball when it's coming to him, and that's something a really good goalkeeper needs to have. Allison is an amazing goalkeeper too, but Mendy, I just put Mendy first. He's amazing. And we're doing a 4-3-3 formation. Um, Liverpool uses a 4-3-3 formation. Chelsea doesn't, but they have the players that they can. And I'm not going to be putting Rudiger into this and players who are injured because they're not going to be able to play in the FA Cup final. Well, they might, but right now, as of today, they're injured. Next up is our two defenders, and we're playing with two centre-backs. Chelsea has a couple great defenders, and Liverpool have amazing two. Two stacked teams in England. We saw Liverpool do very bad in the... Premier League, and Chelsea won the Champions League last year, but they're not at their best this year. As you probably know, Chelsea were knocked out of the Champions League this year by Real Madrid, and Liverpool now have to face Villarreal, a team that beat Bayern Munich and Juventus this season. 100% I'm putting Van Dijk in the back, and as a centre-back, I'm definitely putting Van Dijk. None of the other centre-backs on Chelsea or Liverpool can beat Van Dyke. So he's my number one option. 
in the back. And then we have Konate, Gomez, Matip. And then for Chelsea, we have uh, Silva, who's Thiago Silva is an outstanding player. He's getting older now. And then we have Christensen. But out of Konate, Gomez, Matip, Silva, and Christensen, I have to go with Silva. Thiago Silva is a world-class player who played for PSG in his past. He's part of the Brazilian national team, and he's won so much with these teams, and he's just a world-class player. So Van Dijk and Thiago Silva are in the back, the two defenders as centre-backs, alongside Mendy as the keeper. And then as the right-back, I've been talking about Trent Alexander-Arnold in my recent videos. I'm definitely putting him. My favourite right-back at the moment we have Alonso on Chelsea, but Trent Alexander-Arnold, I think, is way better. And he also has a lot of room to grow because he's super young. He has a lot of potential. And then as a left back, we have Reese James or Robertson. Reese James played very good against Real Madrid. He was definitely the man of the match in the game Chelsea against Real Madrid. Instead, Luka Modric got man of the match. He played very good. He had the amazing assist to Rodrigo with the outside of his foot. But Reese James performed incredibly well. James was the best on the field. And he stopped Vinny Jr. so many times. But a different player took the prize. And then we have Robertson, a solid left back on amazing left back. He has a ton of experience. But I got to pick Robertson. He's older than James. He has way more experience, and he's just an amazing player. He's part of the Scottish national team. Center mates, we're going to have three center mates. Alcantara and Henderson have been performing amazing at Liverpool, and Fabinho, too, is among the top. We have Jorginho, who is underperforming. I think he can be doing better. And Kante. Kante is an amazing player. I just love him because he plays so well, touch the ball, he can dribble, he can pass well, his vision is incredible, and he's really fast. I think he's definitely among the best center mids in the world, and I'm definitely putting him into this team. Alcantara has been doing amazing. Telgo Alcantara, I'm going to put him as a center mid too, because right now Liverpool He's performing amazing, and Liverpool is second place in the Premier League. And he's one of the main reasons. The whole team is amazing, but also his vision is amazing. That's one of my favorite things about him. And then i got to go with Henderson for my last center midfield spot. And because he's another solid player who you can always count on in the midfield. As a striker, you can put Kai Havertz. Lukaku, Diago Jota, and I think either Havertz or Jota earns the spot. Lukaku has also been underperforming this season. He did amazing last season at Inter Milan. This season with the Blues, he hasn't been doing well. He had a big money move, but it was a, a lot of money wasted by Chelsea. And the spot goes to Diago Jota because this year he has been scoring so many goals 
along his Mane and Salah teammates, and also alongside Luis Diaz now. But Jota has to be the number one striker in this game because he's been scoring many goals. And even though Liverpool is already a stacked team, he finds his spot on the team. When Liverpool bought him, I didn't think it would be a good fit for him, but he's proved me wrong. He's amazing on this team. For the left wing, we have the American Pulisic against Mane for the spot. I got it with Mane. He's been doing amazing this year. Pulisic is average, you know. He's a great player, but he's not the same thing as Sadio Mane. The player from Senegal who just won African Cup is back with Liverpool and doing so good. And he just qualified for the World Cup. They had to play Egypt, which is the player I would put for, for right wing right now. I would put Salah over Luis Diaz, over Mason Mount. But Salah, he's the best player in the Prem right now. You can't say anything different. Salah is amazing right now. And he definitely deserves the right wing spot. Sad for him, he didn't qualify for the World Cup. Egypt's uh, best player, Africa's best player, didn't qualify. And Sadio Mane did. So this is my top XI of Chelsea against Liverpool, and it's amazing. Do you think this team would be able to win the Champions League? After talking about the FA Cup final on May 14th, I'm going to be talking about the Coppa Italia. So the semifinals just happened. Juventus is going to play Inter Milan in the final. Inter Milan is a team who's fighting to win the title of Serie A, and Juventus is a team fighting to place top four in Serie A. Juventus is not an easy team to beat, but I think Inter can beat Juventus. The Milan Derby was a semi-final game, Inter Milan against AC Milan. That was a really big game to decide or to show who can win Serie A this year, because Inter and AC Milan are the top two teams in Serie A right now, and Inter is also a game behind uh, AC Milan. If Inter Milan win the rest of their games, they're going to be crowned champions of Italy because they're two points behind AC Milan, and they're also a game down, like I said. So if they win, that's another three points, and they're going to be over AC Milan. But back to the Coppa Italia, Juventus against Inter Milan is a very big game. It's the Derby d'Italia because they're two of the best teams in Italy ever. We've seen Juventus win uh, the Scudetto in Italy over 30 times. And they've had a very long streak of wins in a row. And that's why Juventus is in the Derby of Italy. And Inter Milan is the team in Italy with the second most league wins. So that's why they're part of the Derby. And it's gonna be a really fun final to watch. Very entertaining final. And if you win Coppa Italia, you get a badge on your jersey. If you haven't seen the news yet about Eric Ten Hag being Manchester United's new manager for the 2022 to 23 season, check it out. And 
Ralph Ragnick hasn't been doing good at all. And all his social started bad. So Manchester United really need a new manager. All like Ten Hag's biggest thing that he has to accomplish when he gets to United is to figure out what these players are doing. I mean, all he has to do is get these players to be confident and play with one, one another because right now how these players are looking is really bad and Manchester United aren't doing great at all. I would say De Gea is Manchester, one of Manchester United's best players right now and we see Harry Maguire doing really bad, getting all these bad comments and I really think that Ten Hag should come. He's an amazing manager, but do you think he can do the same thing that he did to Ajax? He's also saying that uh, Van de Beek in Manchester United should be playing more, and I totally agree with him. And Van de Beek hasn't been playing anything, hasn't been playing many games at all. It all started with Ole Solskjaer not playing him, and he would put Donny Van de Beek on the bench. And the funny thing is that the last goal of the Ole Solskjaer era in Manchester United was by Donny van de Beek. He gave him a chance to play and then he scored that game, which is really funny. And van de Beek is such an amazing player who has so much talent and his talent is just getting wasted by not playing. He has a lot of potentials and you know, he's a pretty young player. I mean, he still has many years ahead of him. And all he's doing is sitting on the Manchester United bench and getting money. And I think he should absolutely play. He's such an amazing player. And when Manchester United bought Van de Beek, it was for a whole 39 million pounds sterling. So much money thrown away there. It's incredible how they just pay for him and then they don't play him. It's crazy. And 39 million at the time was a bargain price for Donny van de Beek. He's an amazing player that that was the bargain price and he's not playing anymore. He totally messed his career up by joining Manchester United. They messed his career up too and he should really, really play. At the moment, Manchester United are playing like they have zero chemistry and they're playing awful together. Rolf Ragnick couldn't get this team together. People were excited, yay, uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he's out and we got this Rolf Ragnick, but boo, he's been doing really, really, really bad. The two of them. At least last season, they were able to accomplish getting to the final of the Europa League, which they lost 11-10 on penalties. That was their biggest thing last season. They even got second in the Premier League, right behind Manchester City. But this year, they're doing awful. Nothing. They're not going to be able to win a trophy probably after the next five years. Ralph Ragnick said that many players will be leaving in the summer, and they're going to be buying many players. He said maybe like 10 of them. And Pogba is set to leave in the summer. He's definitely not going to stay with Manchester United. It's just awful to see a team like Manchester United with many amazing players fail like this. They have world-class players like Cristiano Ronaldo, 
Bruno Fernandez. But they're still failing and they're still doing really bad. During the summer, they got Jaden Sancho. They already have Marcus Rashford. And then in the back, he's just messed up. Though. We have McGuire, who's been playing awful. They paid like 70, 80 million just for a player who's doing really, really bad. And then Phil Jones has a lot of hate. But in his recent game that he uh, played for Manchester United, he did actually really, really good. Much better than Maguire would do. Even though I'm not a Manchester United fan, I'm just really hoping that Ten Hag will get things covered. Because it's just awful to see Manchester United like this. A team with such great history. Soccer is definitely on the rise here in America. As we're seeing um, all these teams here trying to sign big players from Europe. Like DC United have a rumor about trying to sign Gareth Bale. We already saw that Insignia from Napoli signed a contract with Toronto for next season. So it's going to be big here in America. Soccer's on the rise here. Thanks to David Beckham, also many world-class players wants to come to Miami and wants to come to America because David Beckham, of course, an English international player, played for PSG, played Real Madrid, AC Milan, Manchester United. So this guy here is here in America or is the owner of Inter Miami who is trying to sign many famous players around the world. They've got Higuain, who used to play for Real Madrid, Napoli, AC Milan, Chelsea. So many European players. Also Matoidi, who played in Juventus, a French player who won the World Cup. So soccer is really on the rise here in America. And in the CONCACAF Champions League, we had a semifinal of two American teams, Seattle Sounders and NYCFC. And it was just amazing, you know, seeing two American teams in the CONCACAF Champions League semifinals. We've never seen an American team in the Club World Cup. So imagine seeing an American team winning the CONCACAF Champions League. We would see them in the Club World Cup of 2022 next year. And that's something that's never happened before. Players like Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar have been saying that they want to come to the United States and play in the MLS.